Hola, hola. Welcome to a new episode of Two Books for Your Soul. My name is Maria Jose Martinez, and I'm very happy that you're here with me sharing this space of self-love and self-care. again beautiful souls today as i promised last week we have chat with us one more time because the conversation was just so good that we just have to have him again in toolbox for your soul so welcome chad thank you very much it's an honor to be back i think my listeners can't get enough of you perfect love you guys <laughs> okay so today i want to start with a very inspiring and interesting topic for me ever since i met chad he has not been afraid of being himself you know painting his hair of a hundred different <laughs> colors like every week i would see him with another color i'm like oh my god yes i like that one and then he will come next week with pink hair and i'll be like oh <laughs> yes that one i like as well <laughs> So really, I just want to ask Chad so that our listenings can really see your perspective. And it's how did you like build up so much confidence and how do you embrace yourself and express yourself as like the person how you truly are, how you feel like comfortable with? Yeah. Um, well, I think that's like a lot of time, I guess my whole life built up to it. But I definitely, my parents encouraged me to be who I was um, a lot and which turned out to be, they wanted me to be a version of me that they liked. Um, so I think I grew up very much embracing my weirdness, embracing who I was and then realizing that that was a shell that they had built for me. And they had pushed me towards that direction. So when I got to college, I kind of started to discover myself. So I lived at home during college and I would move away to different parts of the States. Um, I'm dual citizen to U.S. and Canada. So every time I'd move, I would use the opportunity to discover another side of me. And um, I started finding who I was and it didn't really line up necessarily with what people wanted me to be like back at home. And it kind of became, I had been raised to be whoever I wanted to be. And then I realized I couldn't be whoever I wanted to be to make them happy, but they had still given that fire of being me. And it was like, Oh, sorry, I can't be this person. I have to be me, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's why I was always like a little unusual and like changing my hair color and just wearing unusual clothing. And I mean, if, if you know me at all, you know, I'm gay. Um, and <laughs> by default, that's a little, that whole story of coming out 
is really just, especially when you are raised in an oppressive, homophobic family, it's a lot of finding who you are, living a double standard. So being a good Christian boy at home and then being a really fun bar hopping circuit gay at night (laughs) was very two polar opposite things. And I got tired of it. And I was like, I need to live my authentic self. You know, I need to be me because I can't moonlight as this one character and then be the proper church going boy on the weekends. So I really just like embraced myself, you know, came out of the closet. It went bad, but I embraced that because at least I was being authentic to me. And I really kind of fell in love with myself. I fell in love with the person that I was. And I'm like, if you can't see that, I don't really care. Like, you know, like you're not worth my time. And I think like for me, I was a little backstory. I was homeschooled. So my family was my best friends. So by coming out, it was and getting like kicked out and kind of disowned and stuff that was losing my core best friends, you know, and my family. And in reality, I didn't really lose them. It was just a reinvention of our relationship. And I still see them all the time and they love me and whatnot. But it definitely was like, it felt like a big hurdle. And when I decided to, I need to do that to find myself. It was like yeah. on a roller coaster. I went over the hill and I went boom throughout the ride. And I was like, great. Let me find myself. Let me wear, you know, weird clothing to school, change my hair color. You know, there'd be times like I would wear like weird harnesses to school and stuff like that, which technically aren't <laughs> really appropriate. But I liked it. <laughs> I was like, that's me. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, so I think that's really where a lot of my confidence came from was just, I played so many characters growing up to please so many different people that I got tired of it. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just need to be me. And if you don't like it, then you can have several seats because your opinion doesn't really determine how I live my life. You know, I mean, yeah. by default, like if someone says something, I always take into consideration because I'm not so cocky to think that I have the perfect character. But when you look at the intention of that person, then you really realize, you know, Um, like, for example, let's say if you mentioned something about my character that you, you know, a little red flag or a little something, because I know you come from good place with good intentions and all you want is me to be my authentic self. I would take that and I would meditate and think about it because maybe there's something there, you know, like we all need to grow. We all need to learn. And so taking people's suggestions, I think, are really good, Um, especially if it's like, let's say you're an overly negative person or you're not that great with people or whatever. um, And someone calls that out. Don't say, oh, that's just me. Take that and think about it. Mm. But if someone says you can't be gay because the big man in the cloud says not to 
well then <laughs> you gotta th- rethink that <laughs> you know yeah for sure and i i mentioned this because i found it just inspiring and amazing Thank you. because i come from a background like i am colombian and in colombia this is still very judged and very categorized and i was raised not as an homophobic but i was raised just not knowing that side of the world yeah. like i didn't know um of the lgbtq until basically until i moved to canada yeah. because it, this is not something that's talked about back home so seeing you like being so confident and being so yourself i'm like wow like yeah like why don't everyone just see it as amazing as as it is yeah. which is just being yourself and everyone when they embrace their true nature you just see their aura of like positive positivity yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my English. We talked about um, English is amazing. And you can feel it. <laughs> you can feel the positive energy vibrating from that person, which 100%. is what you sparked through like through your being during during school. Thank you. Well, I'm really glad um, that I gave that aura. Um, I think the one thing with confidence is very weird is you don't always feel like you're the most confident person. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people say that I come off as confident and some people say cocky, but (laughs) I don't always feel like that. I rarely feel confident. I just think sometimes I, I trust myself to pull through and I trust myself to be who I am. And even if I don't, you know, like, like we've spoken before, I have a number of eating disorders and body dysmorphia and stuff like that. So like, I don't always feel the most confident person, but then you can project that confidence by being your authentic self. And then by default, you'll get comments like the one you just made about me. And that will make me realize, wait, those little voices in my head, don't mean anything because no one else is thinking of those but me you know yeah um so i think like confidence is something a lot of people chase after and they think oh that person's walking like a boss that person's like a beyonce but they don't realize that beyonce has her days of feeling in the in the slums as well you know sometimes she doesn't feel like she is beyonce (laughs) you know we just when you're looking on the outside, it's so easy to think someone is so much more confident and so much more, you know, enlightened than you are. But they also feel probably feel the same way as you do. And also, like, there's yeah. one there's one quote by Katya Zamlochkova, who's a drag queen. If you don't know her, look her up. She's hilarious. But she said, <laughs> I don't I'm going to really mess this up. But she said, every buddy's opinion of you, every, sorry, every opinion of you is made up. So mm-hmm. might as well make a good one of yourself. Yeah. Like you're going to always make, you're going to be like, oh, I'm fat or I'm a bad designer or whatever. But the person next door is going to think, 
oh my god they have an amazing figure and the person next door may think oh yeah they are a little hefty but there's gonna be every opinion about you and they're all gonna conflict yeah. and all gonna go against each other so why don't you be your advocate and think the best of yourself yeah and i think it's a matter of like if you sit down with yourself and you say okay i want to be a confident person and i don't feel a confident person right now so what would a confident person act and be yep. and then you just can practice being that person for sure so it's like i i read a book and i think it's the 5 a.m club if i'm not mistaken and he says okay if you want to feel more confident practice this when you walk on the street walk 25 percent faster than you will normally do and grow yourself taller as you walk and that would like immediately just give you like a boost have you ever wondered you practicing why every gay man yeah walks like he's on a catwalk <laughs> for that very reason yeah, <laughs> right am i right <laughs> we are all walking for chanel and gucci whenever we're walking down the street <laughs> yeah and that maybe that's that's why it sparked so much confidence out of you because you're walking but like everyone can do it it's just a matter of like whatever you want to do whoever you aspire to be just practice being that person until you finally reach a point where you say, okay, I became the person that I wanted. 100%. Whether it's confident or an entrepreneur, a boss lady, a mother, whatever. Yeah. When you want to be something, imagine yourself being that. Like if you want to... And act like it, right? Exactly. Like will it into your life? Because if you're like, I want to be like this, it's never going to happen. But if you're like, like if you want to, let's say, I know it's New Year's resolution time and everyone's like, I'm going to get that six pack. If you want that six pack, <laughs> then believe you have that six pack because you do. Yeah. You might have to dig it out, but you do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like will it into your life? Like think about that and define also Sometimes we are our worst enemy and we're trying to be something we're not and we're against we're working against ourselves. We're all born with yeah. an innate drawn to something. We're all we are all a person. Like for the longest time I tried not being a gay man and I tried being, you know, that straight gym jock. Yo bro, what's up? Yeah. Does not work. <laughs> does not work for me but i tried and for the longest time i thought that's who i was and then i kind of realized later on that that's not who i was so being open to realizing who you are and loving who you are is just as important yeah and i think it's and for some people it's just really scary to break that pattern that you grew up in because it's, as 2020 just demonstrated us, it's just breaking structures that have lifted you your whole life. Yeah. So you're standing on a structure of like whatever your parents told you 
whatever the culture taught you, whatever your religion told you. And it comes to a point when you're an adult that says like, okay, why do I believe in this? Yeah. Do I truly believe it? Or was that just taught to me at some point in my life? And I just embrace it as truth. Yeah. And that like destruction of your structures, it's scary, but I think it's necessary for you to really see who you are at the moment, who you want to be, and like go from there, start building up your reality according to what you want in life. No, 100%. I totally agree. Um, okay, so if I can ask you another question. Sure. I know we talked about this a little bit on the previous episode. But do you think your life experiences, and I know you went through really hard ones, do you think they made you the person that you are today? Do you think if you were to have like like a really nice, non-troubled life, would you be the same person today? No. 100% not. Um, I think like a lot of my life was... It was a little difficult in some ways. But it also wasn't all that bad. It was some some great greats and some low lows. But what it really taught me was just to live life. And I think something that I've lived from right from like the get go was live life to its fullest because you never know when it's going to end. You know, you never know when death's going to come knocking and ask for you to follow him. Which may sound a little morbid, but having health problems as a kid really made me have to rethink life because I thought it it might might go. And that made me really have to enjoy every moment because I didn't know, like, this may or may not have been true, but I thought every breath was the last one I had. <laughs> You know, as a little kid, you dramatize things and majority of of the the things I had to really worry about were over by the time I was five and six. But I still had that in the back of my mind, like I may go and I lived every moment to last and enjoyed every moment. Like I remember before I went to bed every night, I would replay the memory of that day. And I remembered like if it was a good day, I'm like, I need to bottle this up because one day I may need this and I need to remember this. If it was yeah. a bad day, I would try to process it. And I was like, this may be a bad day, but I might wake up on an operating table. So I need to make sure I need to find something good about this one because this might be the last one that I remember. And that may be a bit more of a morbid thing. But for me, it was just like, that was my reality. That was the way I lived my life. And yeah. it really helped me. Like, as I got older and when I went through really hard times where I, you know, couldn't get out of those situations, I was trapped sometimes, literally. 
I would go back to those happy places. I had so many of those little memories that I had hidden in my brain that I could go back to and draw energy from, you know, and I, I have to thank little Chadwick, you know, he was a little weirdo, <laughs> but he knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he bottled up all the little pe- energy, all the positive energy in my brain, and I could call on it later on in life. Um, so yeah, no, I think each situation really molded me. I think like a lot of my younger life, um, at the time was amazing, and looking back, some of it was a little toxic, but I really had this strong intuition that something bad was going to happen yeah so i always prepared myself for it so when when things you know went a little south i was already ready for it and i kind of knew how to react instinctively and then when i got out of it a lot of it was just like looking back in retrospect and i was like wow that was really hard I didn't realize how hard it was until retrospect and how do I pick up these pieces and move on? And that's when I turned to like the spiritual things and like analyzing and, you know, centering myself and like moving on, you know, I had PTSD and stuff like that. And like a lot of things I didn't think I would ever be able to move on from, but I have, but just, you know, being positive and like realizing that those bad situations made me who I am today. And I love who I am today. And without those, I wouldn't have found myself. So I would have found a different version of myself. But I kind of like the one that I've found right now. (laughs) It is a beautiful person. A wonderful person that you guys are hearing from. Aw, so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and on that topic, it's like we get what we need. Like life throws at us what we need and that is not always aligned with what we want. 100%. But certain experiences are going to shape us into more of our like purpose and our true self to embrace what we really came to earth for. Yeah. Which I find it very interesting because I also look in retrospect at my life and I'm like, wow, if this would have played out differently... I would have ended up in a completely different place. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if through that path, I would have found like my spirituality and everything that I'm living today, which I'm really grateful for. And maybe I would have, but it would have taken me a lot more years to find this path that I'm on. So I'm really grateful for everything that has played out in my life. It has just been like it was perfectly aligned. Yeah for me to be in the place I am today. Exactly. Which it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing to watch. It's just... And like, definitely your energy is very positive and it's always amazing hanging out and chatting. I definitely feel like very recharged. So that energy you have is very um, infectious. <laughs> Thank You're you. Welcome. That's so sweet. Um building off of that i think like one way i look at life is like a cliff face against like an ocean and like the ocean beats against it and carves it out and makes it its beautiful appearance but there's a lot of pain 
that built that cliff face you know there's a lot of hurricanes that hit that cliff face there's a lot of rocks and debris and stuff that hit that cliff face and it's beautiful but it took a lot of pain to build it and i think that's like our lives like life like we can be as positive as you want but life isn't a walk in a park and that's okay but how you walk through that park is what's going to make the difference yeah for sure and it's like like our, our souls chose to be on earth in this moment in time because in here we can experience everything we can experience love and pain and sadness but also joy and like excitement and all of these human emotions and human situations that just like help us expand and grow and i'm just like yeah it's amazing yeah. when i when i just started this spiritual journey i was so grateful for all the good and bad that has happened in my life and that helped me embrace what happened in 2020 yeah. because i started this journey on 2019 like just at the middle of it so barely when everything started and that gave me the tools that i needed to go through this year because as you may know like i'm living by myself and i have been living completely alone yeah. the whole year yeah like I, i'm in montreal right now and i only know two people one of them has been like in toronto for the past few months and the other one i see from time to time but really i'm just by myself but i don't feel alone or lonely like obviously sometimes i need the human interaction sure. and a hug and whatso but but all of this has helped me grab the tools to embrace like myself yeah. and like i'm my own company and i'm my own home so that's sort of what i want to share here with you guys yeah. no i think that comes to like i would think we need to you take a moment to date ourselves and get to know ourselves and like fall in love with ourselves and we need to do that throughout our life we need those moments of like like i'm a social butterfly i love having people around me but this whole covid thing has made me like really really embrace hanging out with myself and yeah i love i love hanging out with people but i've really learned to enjoy having that time with me and like whether it's just meditation or even just watching a movie by myself <laughs> like one thing i started doing before covid was um either take myself out for dinner or go watch a movie by myself yeah some people would think i'm crazy but i treated myself like the like how i want to be treated you know yeah. i'm like how would i treat the person i love I'll treat myself like that. And like just having that once a week, just, you know, treating myself to something, you know, and asking myself, let's like you think of the first date, you know, you're trying to make a good impression. You're trying to get to know this person. Mm -hmm. You're like, who is this? You know, this is who I am. I would do that with myself. I'll go on like first dates with myself once a week and just check into myself. Like, how are we doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it may seem weird, but it was so healthy because I had a notorious 
past of of being a bit of a robot (laughs) and not really like (laughs) feeling emotions so having that moment to like actually feel and get to know myself is so important yeah and i think that's what 2020 is really for me and from the sounds of it is you as well just that moment of reconnecting with yourself and like really getting to know yourself which i think is so crucial to unlocking your true potential yeah and sometimes we get just so caught up in like our lives like you you're saying this to me and you're saying oh maybe some people find it crazy and it is so normal for me that i forget that this is not the reality of everyone um just yesterday was my birthday happy birthday um happy birthday (laughs) and i knew i was gonna spend the day alone so i woke up and i asked myself like okay what would make me happy today like i'm just gonna treat myself so you know i went to my favorite restaurant i grabbed a salad and then i went to a sushi place and i came home i put out the projector and watched the movie eat my dinner and had my wine Sounds amazing. And I just, I had a wonderful day. Like, it wasn't your typical birthday. And I don't know what a typical birthday looks like anymore, really. But it was, it was amazing. So I I realized that we should do that more often. Like, just wake up and ask yourself, okay, what can make me happy today? And it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to go to a restaurant every day. But just having the pleasure of just leaving a bit of joy every day just makes a whole like a whole difference in your life for sure no i think like going to the whole birthday thing that brings up an important subject i think we often forget is just celebrating things in our life like i'm not a big or i wasn't a big celebrator I never like did birthdays. I never really did stuff like that. It was just like one thing to the next thing. You know, you finish the subject, you finish, you graduated, move on to the next thing. You know, I never really did much. But taking that time to really like reflect and treat yourself and like reward yourself, like, you know, like your birthday honestly sounds like a perfect birthday to me. You know, like I love a club, I love going partying. But also, like, having that time of just, you know, eating good food, watching a movie, and just, like, you know, being with yourself. Like, that is so ideal, I think. Yeah. No, I love it. And it was perfect. And it was unexpected. And that takeaway, I plan to, like, just apply it yeah. to my daily life. Like, waking up and say, okay, how am I going to make myself happy today? Yeah. And it can be as simple as just like, okay, I'm going to give myself an hour to go for a walk and listen to the birds and just disconnect from all of the devices that are constantly around me. And that gives me like the recharge that I need to be creative and all of that stuff that we talked yeah. about on the last episode. No, I think that's so important. Like the c- disconnecting from the devices is really an important thing I think that we need to do like I I love mornings I try to wake up at 5 a.m every day and I don't check my Instagram until 7 
because I'm like, I need that time for me. You know, I need that time to meditate, to stretch, to work out, to do my morning routine and just reconnect and awake. Um, and I think going back to the whole thing about being alone, society makes us feel like we need to have someone, whether romantic or just friends. And if you don't have those or you don't have a lot of those, there's something wrong with you, which is not the case. Like that's we're as humans, we're social creatures. So yeah. by default, we want to be surrounded by people, but we don't need to be like constantly surrounded by people. We don't need to have friends over every day. We don't need to have a boyfriend all the time or a girlfriend all the time. Like being alone is fine. You know, and I think that's when you truly are okay with being alone that's when you're ready to accept someone into your life. Whether it's friends or yeah. like romantic or whatever, because you're okay with who you are and you're happy with who you are and you're not afraid of being yourself. And that mm. goes back to the confidence thing. That's like infectious and everyone loves that. And everyone wants to be around you. And then you're going to start attracting those right people in your life rather than conforming yourself to fit into a group. Yeah, for sure. And that's so, so important because when you start this spiritual journey, you let go of a lot of friends that are not vibrating in the same frequency as you are. And that's not good or, or bad. It's just like the natural course of things. Just like natural cycles that you go through yeah. and letting go can be hard sometimes, but it's it's what has to be done because nothing is it's permanent. Yeah. And, that's just life exactly we're all growing we're all changing we're all becoming someone different and it's quite narrow-minded to think to think that you're always going to grow alongside someone and also limiting to think that you're going to always grow along with this person i think there are people that are willing that are just you know there for you like you know you and i like, I think we're going to be friends for a long time because I know we just want to see each other happy and being successful and being our authentic selves. And we don't have to connect on... We don't have to have so many different common grounds because we're just yeah two souls that, like, that happen to be friends. And just, like, I want your soul to be happy and you want my soul to be happy. And that that makes, like, a long-time friendship. Versus those people who are like, you're in their clique, you're in their event, you're in their mm -hmm. circle. And I think that is something people crave for so much. You know, like you and I will forget to talk to each other for a couple of weeks, for a couple of months sometimes. And then we pick up back up like nothing ever happened. Like, yeah, like if we talked yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> like that, that's a good friend, not someone that expects you to be at the club every Friday night with them. You know, and if you talk to yeah, that click, sure. that's the wrong click, you know. So I think that's one thing like a lot of people need to really think about is just those connections they they put effort into. Because sometimes you're just putting effort into a bottomless pit. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes to the energy that you're vibrating into. Yes. And that goes along like with the other things that we said. And I just want to mention that 
because I've been living by myself for almost five years now. I had my family with me for the holidays and I found myself just needing my alone time because I love them to death. Like my family and I are really close. Like they're all my my really close friends. But even though I love them so much, I need my alone time to check in with myself and to just have that quietness, checking with my energy, with my soul, like my everything. If I don't have my alone time, I get really cranky. Yeah. <laughs> and even my family can tell like, do you need some alone time here? <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get out of my house right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, d I think that's like people look down upon that but i don't think there's anything wrong with that like it's totally fine like over the holiday i spent a lot of time with my family and i felt a little drained at the end of it i was like i usually visit them once a week and i visit them like four times in one week and i was like i need a break i need a two-week break yeah <laughs> i need to recharge i need to you know like i mean my my family's a little interesting Love them to death if you're listening. Love you guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, def definitely I understand that having balance of like connecting with people you love and then also just having that time with yourself. Yeah, for sure. And I think just to close out this episode, what would you say to someone who's just starting their spiritual journey? who's just like feeling this overwhelming just like sensations that you start with yeah. which for me was really dazzling like I loved it but I didn't know what that was I didn't know where to start so I really just like googled it and there's a lot of a lot of things out there yeah. and I started meditating and all of this stuff um but what, but what would be your advice forget everything you know and be open-minded we aren't some sentient beings looking at the universe from a higher dimension and knowing exactly how it was built and how it was made you're never going to be able to understand that you're never going to be able to prove it like people have tried for hundreds and thousands of years to prove what's beyond life what's beyond our universe and yeah, science and stuff like that has a lot of ways of describing what's out there, but we still don't know. So don't focus on what's the right, like air quotes I'm doing right now, like what's the right thing, but focus on what is right for you and getting to know what practices are ring true to you and what helps you in your life. So focus on like, meditating and just connecting with yourself and you know not about am i a christian or am i a muslim or i'm a practice witchcraft or you know whatever or buddhist or, uh buddhist i mispronounced that <laughs> or whatever you are like mm -hmm. don't try to put yourself into a religion put yourself into what makes you feel you and feel the best and maybe you will be drawn to one practice over another. Great. Or maybe you're like me and you like a little bit of everything. 
and that's okay too but that's me as well right for sure yeah i love a yeah. little bit of everything and exploring all sorts of like religions and spirituality and stuff like that and i think that's as a society we tend to try to categorize ourselves mm-hmm. and i think if you are feeling led towards this path of exploring your spirituality you need to let go of that that's the only rule the only rule is there's no rules <laughs> So, which is an oxymoron, but, um, just, yeah, just do you and focus on positive things and focus on like just uplifting yourself, uploading others and the rest will kind of play itself out. Yeah. And just expanding on that topic, I think because there's so much information out there it's important that you go through it and ask yourself like if you resonate with that information like if you're reading a text or watching a video on doing a course how's how's the reaction of your body are you tense do you feel tense or do you feel relaxed because that's gonna tell you if you resonate with that information or not yeah and there's really like really good teachers out there and I went through this with one of my courses. I I understood what the teacher was trying to convey, but I didn't like the energy of the person. So I'm like, okay, um, I was grateful for the information, but I didn't continue with the course just because I wasn't resonating with yeah. her, which is totally fine. And so you have to just look for what feels good yeah. for you. Yeah, and if you want a tactile thing to do, one thing I started doing at the beginning was just feeling. Just sitting, if I felt an emotion, if I felt angry, I felt it. If I felt happy, I felt it. If I went for a walk, Mm. I would go touch a tree and feel it. I'd sit in the grass and I'd feel it. I'd feel the wind on my face, I'd feel it. I think just like, there is so much in our fast-paced world that draws us away from ourselves that just connecting with our emotions and our feelings is a big step into like experiencing yourself yeah a hundred percent and that's something that i really came to enjoy during the pandemic because i would go out and the only thing to do uh, especially right now where we have like quarantine and a curfew in quebec so crazy the only thing to do is is walk outside yeah and what's outside just nature just maybe other people walking cars going by and it's really just going back to basics yep like to mother earth and like humans and animals and we're all like interacting with each other and just taking the time to appreciate and just really see and feel what's around you yeah so chat where can people find you give us your instagram they can social media yep um they can find me on instagram at chadwick underscore dewey that would be an account just full of photos of my life (laughs) and chadwick underscore design you can find my professional work 
Um, and you can contact me there. Feel free to. I answer almost all my messages. Um, so yeah, if you feel inclined to reach out to me, that's where you can find me. Thank you so much. And on that note, I want to say that if you want to be part of the community of Two Books for Your Soul and The Conscious Soul, you can reach us at theconsciousoul.com. Uh, we'll be waiting for you there and we'll be really excited to have you. And thank you for listening. Until next week. Thank Bye. You. Bye, guys. Bye.